Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. We are in week number 46 for the year. 46, that means we have six weeks left until the year is over, or five weeks until Christmas, however you want to look at it. My father-in-law used to do it all the time. 23 days to Christmas, 22 days to Christmas. Every single day, he would call and let us know. So, now it's my job call my children, let them know exactly how many days there is till Christmas. <laughs> Just a little, um, what do you call that? Family tradition I'm going to pass on. Anyway, last week was interesting. Um, absolutely nothing even came close to being in the money. It was nothing but cash flow all week long. But it was kind of making up for the previous week where everything moved up. When has everything moved up? everything. And then you actually lose money on that. How does that happen? Everything goes up and you lose money. Well, the thing is, I own stocks at a certain price. When I sell premiums for someone to buy it from me for less than what I'm into it, I have to keep my eye on it. It would be nice if everything was at the money, like WFC, 41. No, it's not at 41. It's down at 40. Um, Kimberly Clark, I'm into it at 143. The stock's at 120. Okay, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to just jump in really quick because I did a quick check on Friday to look at how many good quality companies we have coming up this week. We have close to 30. Week number six, which was last week, we had like six or seven. That was it's always the week number six is always the worst week we have for picking out stocks. But week number seven which is this week, there's so many to look at, we're not gonna be able to go through all of them in a 10 to 20 minute period. So what we're gonna end up doing is we're gonna jump in really quick and take a look at just the good ones. Just the good ones. Okay, so the Dividend Kings is the very first list we're looking at and there are seven, seven Dividend Kings this week. There was only one last week, Johnson & Johnson. Okay, don't get me wrong, Johnson Johnson's a great company, it's been around for a long time, really don't think they're going anywhere. I mean, they were in World War One. They were in World War Two. Every single war ever since then, they're in almost every single medicine cabinet across the United States. You need Band-Aids? Oh, Johnson & Johnson. You need this? Oh, yeah, Johnson & Johnson. You need that? Oh, yeah, Johnson & Johnson. They've been around for over 100 years. I can't see how it's not a good investment. But that's just me, personally. So we get seven dividend kings to look at. Very first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to put them into the trade grid first. The reason being is I want to find out if they have weekly or monthly options available. Very first one is Dover, D-O-V. D-O-V into the trade grid. It is a monthly. See, didn't have to worry about anything else. S-C-L. S-C-L. Steppen, another monthly. Don't get me wrong. These are great companies. But if they're not offering a weekly option, then it's just like, if you want to buy a good quality stock and just collect their dividend or just collect premiums on, yeah, every every 30 days, you can do that with a monthly. I prefer weekly. That's why I look at the weeklies. TNC is next on the list. TNC, who's that? Tenant. Tenant is another monthly. Coca-Cola, here we go, Coca-Cola. Now, we all know Coca-Cola is a weekly, so let's throw that into the chart 
and take a look at the numbers. A year ago today, we're at 6108, 61 bucks for Coca-Cola. Okay, not bad at all. We've got a, looks like a triple high at the 6469 area. Um, twice the beginning of December, twice, uh, one, once at the end of December, again in end of April, and one more time at the beginning of May. Four times you're hitting the 6450 area. Okay, so this thing basically went sideways, stayed between 59 and 64 for the whole year, right up until September. September rolls around, and then this thing drops, finds its bottom at 51.55. So Coca-Cola at 51.55. She gaps up twice, filled one gap, and the other gap is just about filled in the 55 area. Okay, so we're sitting at 56.72. What does Coca-Cola normally do towards the end of the year? And unfortunately, that's exactly where we are. We're in the fourth quarter. Now, Coca-Cola has a nice run from the 26th of September all the way until the end of the year. A consistent upward trend. It's like, how can you go wrong with a consistent upward trend on the last quarter of the year? Which is exactly where we are. Okay, so that's that. Now let's take a look at the actual trade grid itself. What are the numbers looking like? Okay, well, the last trade was 56.72. Now, remember how I told you, by looking at the bid and the ask, the pre-hours gives you an idea of where the uh, market maker plan on pushing it. You get a bid of 56.67, which is less than the last trade, and you have an ask of 56.70, which is also below what the last trade was on Friday. So this thing's gonna open up and go towards the downside come come this morning, which is, uh, what, nine minutes away? So that's a good indication where we think Coca-Cola's gonna end up going. Even though Coca-Cola comes up to a upward trend toward this time of the year based on historical performance, you know, last year, the year before, the year before, blah, 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 10 years in a row, this thing has gone up in the fourth quarter. But the market maker is trying to push it down. Okay, so we had three down days in a row. Wednesday, Thursday, Thursday, Friday, all down days. Because you have your 30-day high at 57.59. Now, that was last Friday. Not the Friday that just passed, but the Friday, which was the third. Okay, that was the 30-day high. She's gone sideways for a couple of days. Now, we got our profit taken. You got three days in a row of profit taking. What's going to happen today? Well, market maker is going to push it down a little bit. So what's going to happen? Who knows? Okay, so at the money right now, 56.70. The 56 is going for, for 101. <clears throat> Take the 70 cents right up top. You're getting 30 cents on a $56 stock. I'm going to say no thank you. Even at 57 at 39, no, still not worth it. Coca-Cola may be a great company maybe in an uptrend, but the numbers just don't seem to be right, especially when you have the market maker pushing the price down. So Coca-Cola, just the number just not right for me. SWK, isn't that Stanley Black & Decker? Let's check it out. SWK, it is Stanley Black & Decker, and that is a monthly also. Um, CBSH. What is CBS? CBSH. 
Alcom, Alcomar's bank shares. Okay, that's a monthly. We're going to say no to that one. L-A-N-C. I'm pretty sure L-A-N-C, which is Lancome. L-A-N-C. Lancaster Colony. Okay, that's another monthly. Okay, so so much for that. So those are the dividend kings. There's only one that has weeklies, which was Coca-Cola, and the numbers just didn't work out quite right. Other than that, the dividend capturing 2.0 strategy would be a good one for these guys. We just jump in at the market's open, add in that dividend, and there's your exit price. Is it going to work? You know what? We'll check on that on Wednesday or Thursday to see if it actually worked. Because by Wednesday or Thursday, I'm pretty confident most of these will be in and out. All right. Next on the list is Warren Buffett's list. And look at that. Bank of America, General Motors, Heinz Ketchup, and Coca-Cola again. Okay, so Bank of America is one of those companies, BAC, which is, I like to call, um, oh, one of my fallback guys. You know, they had a gap up last week, and that gap filled. <laughs> okay, so let's go back and take a look at all the numbers for Bank of America. All right, a year ago today was sitting at, what is that, 38.26, and that's the high for the year. You know, your profit-taking, retracement, profit-taking again. Then went sideways for what, six or eight months. Um, and we got our bottom finally two weeks ago. At twenty four ninety six, and that's the bottom for Bank of America. Thirty days ago, we're looking at uh, was that twenty six thirty six? Okay, she went up, she came down, went up, came down, blah blah blah. Our thirty day bottom is twenty four ninety six, and our thirty day top after a gap up was twenty eight ninety three. That was two weeks ago. Our last trade was 27.68. Now let's see where this thing normally goes this time of year. Okay, we're going to peek up just a little bit and go sideways. Okay. That works. Now, let's throw it into the trade grid. BAC, Bank of America. Okay, so our last trade was 27.68. Now, remember what I said. Take a look at what the market maker is trying to do. He's trying to push it down because the bid is twenty-seven fifty-four, less than the last trade, and the ask is twenty-seven fifty-six. Again, lower than the last trade on Friday. So more than likely, Bank of America is going to open up on the downside. More than likely, it's not guaranteed. It's just you know my take by looking at the numbers and doing this for a long period of time. If the last price price was twenty seven sixty eight, and the ask is twenty seven fifty six, that's a pretty good indication that it's less than the last trade. Okay, so let's see what the numbers look like. At the money at this moment in time, twenty seven fifty is going for forty seven cents a share. That is more than a one percent return. However, how do you want to play it? You know, do you want to find out? where the bottom is going to be because our 30 day bottom is at 24.98 okay sitting at 27.868 at this moment in time the market maker is going to push it down but how far down is he going to push it i mean it, the 30 day high was on the third well a week ago friday 
all right, you got your profit taking, but where is the new bottom going to be? So you have uh, one, two, three, four days with lower lows and lower highs, and the market maker is still pushing it downward. So I don't really see it as a covered call potential only because we don't know what the bottom is yet. Oh, Bank of America. I'm just going to write it down. I'm going to keep an eye on where the, uh, the bottom is going to be. Um, for the fun of it, let's find out where Bank of America um, book value is. Okay, so the current price is $27.68. And again, they're not giving me the valuations. What is going on with this stuff? Management, corporate, blah, 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 consumer banking, blah, blah, blah. Not giving me any details whatsoever. Now, don't get me wrong. When Thinkorswim was by itself, it was just fine. It worked great. But now that somebody bought them out, it's not as good. Where is the information that I'm looking for? It's not here. Okay, so I don't know what the book value is. Um, what else do we have? General Motors. Now, I do have General Motors in one of my accounts, GM. Um, <clears throat> I do know GM is $44.78, something like that for the book value. The stock price is at $26.85 at this moment in time. But General Motors, a year ago today, was at $40.61. Okay, that's a year ago. Our top was at $40.63, and that was back in the end of February last year. I think basically went sideways came up with a new bottom on Friday. Friday was the new bottom for, for General Motors for the year. Now, that's a big drop. Okay, so seasonality. What does this thing normally do this time of year? General Motors has a tendency to go up right up until the beginning of December. So all of November is towards the upside with General Motors. So why isn't it doing it anything this week? Okay, well, let's find out what's going on. GM into... There you go. Now, GM just opened up lower than it closed on Friday. Well, that's what happens. We're at 2677. Uh, KHC, Heinz Ketchup. KHC. A year ago today, we're sitting at 37.05. We had a double high at 42.80. That was back in January. We went sideways for a little bit, dipped, and then just kept dropping until we found a new bottom for Heinz Ketchup, which is at 30.68. Went sideways for a bit, spiked up to hit 33.80. Now we're settled back at 32.92. Okay, so historically speaking, what does this normally do this time of year? This time of year, she flatlines, basically going sideways all the way up until the end of the year with Heinz Ketchup. So you collect another dividend, but it doesn't really move. What does KAC look like in the trade grid for today? 32.97. So we got 32.96 by 32.99. Now that's exactly where it's supposed to be. We're a little bit below and a little bit above. Kind of like going sideways. Don't really know exactly where it's going to go. But you do not open up 
lower than what you closed on the previous day because then it just has you going sideways. Okay, so we're sitting at 32.97. So the 33s are going for about 30 cents. So you get about a 1% return for Heinz ketchup. So if you buy it at the money right now at the 33, you sell someone the right to buy it from you at 33 cents, and then you're getting your 1% out of Heinz. Okay. Uh, we've looked at all Warren Buffett's. That's a good thing. Now what I'm going to do is like we looked at the Dividend Kings, Warren Buffett's list. The 100-year-old stock is about ooh, 1, 3, 6, 9, 12. 12 of them. Okay. SPGI. SPGI. S&P Global. Let's take a look at that one. SPGI. <clears throat> We're going to take that right off the list. 393. How the hell did that even stay there? Uh, GS Goldman Sachs. That shouldn't be there either. 324. NEM. NEM. We bought some NEM last year. I used to, uh, I was making fun of the NEM thinking. Newmont. Okay, so a year ago today, Newmont is sitting at 4621. Okay, we got our high at 6008. And that was at the end of January. Okay, this thing just like stair step down. It's like, a, like the, uh, you know, Eddie Murphy would say the fat mother in law falling down the stairs clunk 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 keep on going 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 okay so last last 30 days for newmont 30 days ago today we're sitting at 38.13 we got a double high at 41 now that was on the 17th and the 18th three weeks ago oh, sorry four weeks ago went sideways for a bit found a new bottom because you had one two three four profit taking days all the way up until last Friday. Last Friday seems to be the new bottom because we're opening up higher today. So what does this thing normally do this time of year? Let's check it out. Normally, this time of year, we're gonna go down for another week or two, and then she's gonna bounce back in December. So new one kind of goes down for the whole month of November. So, and E-M. Let's check out what the numbers look like. 34.19 was the last. And you get a perfect spread. 43 uh, 34.19 to the bid and 34.20 to the ask. So the 34s are going for 63 cents a share. Okay, that's almost 2%. However, Newmont's in a downtrend. Historically speaking, Newmont has a tendency to go down at this time of year. But then again, it is Newmont. Okay, so it's a good company. It's been around for a while. Let's check out and see what their book value is. NEM. I mean, because they're sitting at 35 at the moment. And I'm not getting enough. I'm not getting a book value in this one. What is, why did they change something? There's an old saying, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Okay, they're not giving me the numbers I'm looking for. When I analyze, I want to see what the economic data is, and I want to see about the fundamentals. Is basically what I want to see, and they're not showing me the fundamentals anymore. Who came up with this new idea? 
Okay, Thinkorswim was great. I'd go into the analyze and it told me everything about the company, how the how the prices went, how the book value was adjusted, how the dividends were adjusted, how the profits were adjusted, what the actual company has done over the last 10 years. And now with Charles Schwab taking over, it's not giving me that information. So I'm gonna have to find another source of information to give me the actual, the book values, the, um, the dividend growth, the price growth, the profits per share, because I'm not getting them now. NEM got, I mean, um, Think a Swim got bought out by TD Ameritrade, who got bought out by um, Charles Schwab. And now the new crap they're putting up here just doesn't give me the information that I'm used to. So now I'm going to have to go look elsewhere for the data that used to be available readily. All right. That's neither here nor there. Okay, so that's it for the new upcoming stocks. I'm going to go into the positions I actually currently own and see if we can make some money up. So the first one on the list is Ford. Ford is into a nice little uptrend at this moment in time, so that's great. So let's trade off some Ford. All right, we get 975 over 976. I'm into this at 1030. So I could sell the tens for seven cents or the 1050s for two cents. sell the 1050s only because I don't want to have to deal with it all right so I'm gonna sell 10 F uh, 17 November 23 that's this Friday coming up at the market value it's only 20 bucks and that kind of sucks but it is what it is all right so next on the list is Kimberly Clark KMB this is one of my cash cows now remember I'm into Kimberly Clark at 143 Okay, now we're sitting at 121. KMB put it into the chart, and KMB has a nice little uptrend at this time of the year, and it keeps on going all the way up into January, the beginning of January. So this thing's going to go nice up for quite a while. Okay, 121, so I go to the 123s. All right, so I'm going to do the 123s at 20 cents a share. That's not going to give me 80 bucks. It's an interesting risk for that um, small amount. Okay, next on the list is PPG. Okay, so PPG. Again, PPG is an uptrend this time of year. All right, I'm into to 128. So we're gonna do the 131s at 35 cents a share. Now, we get five of these. Whoops, five. So we're gonna sell off five PPG 100s. That's this Friday. 17 November 23 131 call limit order to open that's off to the races all right see what happens there not got filled at 42 nicely done target TGT another one that I'm down with over 20 bucks per share TGT now target is gonna peak um, by by Thursday or Friday then drop 
and then escalate again. So it's kind of like uh, a yo-yo. Okay, so target 108. I'm into this at 135. That's a big-ass freaking drop. And look at this. I'm going to go for the 112s. Because the 112s are paying 234 a share. That can't be right. That's going to give me 2300 bucks. Holy cow, it just filled it. 2300 bucks just for that one trade. Holy cow. So I got to keep my eye on that because remember, I'm into it at one, 135. And I'm selling off the 112s. That's 13 bucks less than what I paid for it. Or is that 23 bucks less than I paid for it? All right, it's a big chunk less. All right, USB. USB. Again, USB is an uptrend this time of year also. So we're going to the upside. Not huge, but it's there. Okay, USB. We got the last price was 33.83. So we're looking at 33.83 over 33.84. One cent difference. And this is paying off more than a 1%. So um, I'm into this at 35, and this is the 33s. So I'm going to do the 34 and a halves. Now I'm going to do the 35 because I got 2,500 shares. Okay, so let me see the numbers here. So I'm going to sell off 25 contracts with USB. 17 November 23, that's this Friday. Uh, the 35 call at 10 cents a share. It's only going to give me 200 bucks, 250 bucks. But it's close to the money which I'm at now. So I'm not really losing anything. I got filled at 13. So that works nicely. Um, next on the list, or I should say lastly, on the list because then we're going to be done for the day trade WFC which is Wells Fargo WFC here we go we got uh, 4072 over 4074 and the numbers this is another one nicely going towards the upside for the year anyway, for this time frame A nice uptrend for this part of the quarter okay so WFC is at 4074 4050 is going to give us right around 1%. So that looks decent. So we're going to sell off five of those. At 41 and a half. Okay, so the 41 and a halves, because we're just at 41.28. So that's going to give me a nice little, uh, about 100 bucks. All right, so we're going to sell off 5 WFC, uh, 17 November 23. That's this Friday coming up. The 41 and a half call. Limit order to open. Off to the races. There you go. And it's filled automatically really quickly. Well, that's good. Everything got filled. So I'm going to check off the numbers a little bit later on to give you an idea of what we made this week. All that being said, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. And we'll catch you guys again tomorrow. We, we still have a whole bunch more companies to look at. And I will see you tomorrow.